What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is Eno Benjamin, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joining you from the frigid Central Texas Hill, Hill Country, being joined by Byron Lambert, joining from the much less frigid Sun Coast of Sun Coast of Florida. Brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Uh, go to MyBookie.com or MyBookie.ag. Use promo code Roster for uh, a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Byron, it's the Wave of Wire podcast. What the hell's going on, brother? It's Florida, as they say around here. Is that what they say? What yeah, is that different? Florida. Well, that's kind of <laughs> like, that's, is that kind of like Nevada? Maybe so. I think yeah. as a Texan, we kind of maybe gloss over those things in our pronunciations. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we got a lot to get to here with the waiver wire cheat sheet this week. So, of course, you can always find it over at rosterwatch.com. Make sure and give it a look over there. It looks like there's already people in the comments section talking about Jermichael Hasty season. What's up, John, John Ryan? Uh, we'll talk about Jermichael Hasty. I don't know. I, I have a hard time figuring out exactly what the hell is going to be going on there with San Francisco. Let's just jump into the San Francisco running backs to begin with. Um, so Jeff Wilson comes in and completely swindles us, swindles everybody with three touchdowns. He gets hurt on his third touchdown in this last game. He has a high ankle sprain. He'll be going to IR. Now we're, we have news that Tevin Coleman could be back this week. Um, I, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, is, is your placement of haste? Do you have to do with the fact that you think Coleman's going to be back this week? Does it have to do – because the Jarek McKinnon stuff, I just – I don't know what Shanahan's doing with, with, with these running backs. It's really do you have a good grasp on it? I know he's had the he's had the sound bite saying that I haven't been getting McKinnon very involved because he had that really heavy workload to start the season. We've been trying to take it a little bit easy on him since. I mean, is that gonna ever end? Is that just the does he see McKinnon as the complimentary guy? And so if we just have McKinnon and Hasty, Hasty takes on the workload that Jeff Wilson would have last week. What like how do you see that? Like what do you think that's going to be? Because San Francisco this week, of course, has has the Seahawks, which if I'm looking at the matchup tool I published earlier, it's just such a it's it's a little bit of a pass funnel kind of deal. What? How do you see that one playing out? I mean, I don't think we've ever been able to make sense of anything any of the Shanahan's have ever done at the running back <laughs> position outside of Terrell Davis, Clinton Portis and 
this little bit of Raheem Mostert that we got this year, uh, that was the closest thing to clarity that I can remember in a long time uh, under their philosophy with the running back position, Alex. I just, for whatever reason, it, it could change this week. I don't know. All of a sudden, McKinnon can be the lead guy, but we got to work with the information we have. It's it's really inexplicable given how good McKinnon was at the outset of the season. You would have thought he would have slid right in here for some volume, but the fact is he just hasn't had any volume lately, and I, so we can't really make decisions I mean, we have to make decisions based on that. It's hard to like project some big bounce back. That's awfully risky. So Hasty's a guy that you and I have liked ever since Baylor and ever since the Senior Bowl kid with sneaky three down capability that was really just a good runner and, and pass catcher. And I think he's looked excellent as a runner in Shanahan's system. So to me, he's the guy that kind of slots in is like the odds on favor to probably take the weed uh, the lead uh, minus uh, Wilson and Mostert I know that there's talk of Coleman coming back I mean he could obviously slide into uh, you know clearly it feels like the 49ers are just it's kind of down on Coleman it just you know he's the, I don't think he's turned out to be the the running back maybe everybody thought that he could be so I don't know that you can even really bank on him I just I think you give the edge to hasty right now and then you know kind of we got to see how it shakes out with mckinnon and with coleman yeah i uh, i i just i think it's impossible to figure out i just i don't i really don't know what to say about it thankfully i think that you know the the real and it looks like you have his whole name written out here on the uh on the cheat sheet as opposed to just putting his first initial and and his last name which apparently might kind Are you of looking uh, at the updated one I sent you. I thought no, no, no. Okay, all right. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> Tyler Johnson. Or is no, another one. No, oh, I missed it. Chase, Chase, uh, Chase. Yeah, yeah right. Oh yeah, right, right at the very top. Um, okay. I think Chase Edmonds. If if you have any waiver money left, I I mean, I go. I would just I would just spend it all. I'm not sure it's going to get better. You, is it going to get better than Chase Edmonds if, he, if he's available? He shouldn't be available in your league, but is it going to get better? I know he's on by. Well, that's a big deal because, like, I think people that are thinking about going all in on Chase Edmonds are players that need to win right now. I mean, maybe well, if you're a Kenyan, if you're a Kenyan Drake owner, you're probably going all in on him. I'm not. You know, I'm not a know. team that needs to win right now in a league where Chase Edmonds is available. If if I'm take a league that I, there's a league right now that I'm what six and one in. If Chase Edmonds was available, I would spend all of my fab on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's your prerogative. I can understand it. I'm not sure I'm all the way there yet. Just to, depends. On, I mean, I guess you think you're going to get three good games out of him before Drake returns and he's going to run away with it. It's. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I think it's speculative. I just our philosophy on the waiver wire cheat sheet is try to drive people towards value at the bottom. It's a winning strategy, big picture. I think if Edmonds wasn't on a buy this week, I'd probably have it set at near near a hundred percent. But you make a reasonable case. I think people have some latitude there. Nonetheless, we're recommending that if you want Chase Edmonds, you get pretty aggressive after him this week. Yeah, and of course on the cheat sheets, Byron has all of his recommended waiver bids and everything like that. Um, so it's easy. It makes it easy to set your lineups. You can get it with a pro membership over at rosterwatch.com. Before we go on, uh, let me just tell you guys quickly about my bookie. It's fall and it feels like it feels like winter up here in Texas, believe it or not. It, and in my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It is winners. It is winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contest survivor and more at my bookie. Winning season is all about your chance to win big. 
You can bet the you can bet the rest of what's left in Major League Baseball. You can bet UFC. We'll have basketball starting, college hoops starting back up, uh, NCAA football. We got the Big Ten back. Uh, all that and then some. The craziest sports fall of your lifetime is here. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your intuition. Select from hundreds of futures bets, or you can bet in real time with my bookies live betting put that big brain of yours to use and use promo code roster and double your first deposit new players get up to one thousand dollars in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet thousands of cross sport wagers props and parlays await sign up now and bet with the best to celebrate your victory your winning season begins right now only at mybookie.ag. make sure and use promo code roster r-o-s-t-e-r for a uh, 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All right, so I see that some of you guys are in chat. We appreciate all you guys. Um, if you could like and subscribe on YouTube and uh, leave a comment, that would be great. Uh, for anybody who's listening on Apple Podcasts, we need more ratings and reviews. You guys were doing it for a while there, but it's kind of tailed off. I see the numbers. I see that the podcast is growing. I would certainly appreciate some of you new listeners who haven't done so yet going and giving us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. It helps us keep these podcasts free and out from behind the paywall. So with that said, Byron, uh, let's get back into the running backs and um, – Guys like Jamal Williams, Giovanni Bernard. I think with Gio, I'm not that into picking him up this week, but I think if you know if, if it's a must-win week for you, and you think that uh, you think you might be able to get him, and you think that Joe Mixon could be held out, um, it probably makes sense. Gio just always crushes whenever Joe Mixon is not in. They get Tennessee, which is the number eight matchup for opposing runners. So far this year, we saw Gio get there at the kind of kind of sucked out to get there at the very end by the skin of his teeth for us in DFS cash games last week with a late touchdown catch. But um, boy, which is the number of balls that Joe Burrow is throwing around, man, it is. It almost doesn't even matter that the offensive line sucks and Trey Hopkins is in the concussion protocol and we're still, you know, Jonah Williams is day to day and all this. Just because if they throw the ball 60 times in a game, Giovanni Bernard is going to get his targets and he's going to get, he's, he's going to have that floor, especially, you know, that PPR floor, uh, just based on the receptions alone. With that said, are you expecting Mixon back this week? I know in a home league that you and I play in, you, you own Mixon. I own Mixon in another home league that you and I play in. Um, do you think that he is going to come back or do you think that they're going to be careful with him because they have the bye coming up? The week after, that. I'd rather I'm be careful. I mean, to me, it was unclear as of you know the game on Sunday, really what Mixon's status was going to be over the next week or two. So, I mean, as an as a Mixon and Bernard owner, clearly, I'd rather them just sit Mixon, get all the run I can out of Geo, and then bring Mixon back at 100. percent I mean, he was getting you know 25 touches a game there, so I, he was taking a lot of volume. I don't think it'd be the worst thing because you're. From a fantasy perspective, I really don't think you're losing anything with Geo, especially this week. It's a good matchup uh, at home against the Titans. It's the number eight matchup of the week, 54.5-point projected game total on the matchup tool over at rosterwatch.com. Is uh, that is that true? I didn't even look at that. So all right, so it's pulling in the totals. Are you got to be kidding me? I, w- I wonder why the total's off the board for the uh, for this one. Let's see. That's a. Uh, Let's see. That's, that's oh, because that game got rescheduled. 
All right. I see. Okay. Well, we need to talk to our developer about that. But yeah, so that's just an ongoing issue with the stats feeds. But the um the Tennessee, the Tennessee is that really a 58 point total? 54.5. Holy jeez. Well, yeah, man. I guess that's just the Cincinnati effect. Um I, I mean, see Titan, and the Titans have been running up scores lately, too, man. I mean, these teams are surprisingly he's kind of kind of scoring a lot of points yeah and, then, and have you seen Tannehill's attempts I mean I haven't looked this last week but if you go back I was just checking it out when I was kind of looking over Tannehill's profile last week as he's really you know really emerged as a solid fantasy option from last year to this year and you know that for most games this year dude his volume passing volume is way way up over what it was last year yeah uh it's I think it has to do with the defense being so bad, right? I mean, the defense. Well, that's is just- good. I mean, you, that's something we always need to remember, man. When you get, when you, you really want your good, especially your quarterbacks. You want your good receivers, quarterbacks. You want a lot of your good fantasy players on good offenses, but you kind of prefer it if they have a bad defense. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For your quarterbacks, maybe. Yeah. So you, you not some, for your running back. Yeah. But uh, for your wide receivers. You don't necessarily. You don't necessarily. I don't think you always necessarily want it because you want a defense that's capable enough to where the team to where the team can actually you want to play. Get blown out. And, you want and yeah, because you you want you want the teams to be playing complementary football to where they can instill a game plan. They have a game plan. They can utilize these guys in the best possible way, and not have everything go sideways and cock and maybe and just yeah, you know, have it be where they can. They're, they're completely off script. Like so, if it's if the if the if, if it's the, a great offense, though, I don't even think that comes into the conversation right. now obviously that's not what we're talking about with cincinnati and tennessee but right um okay so these some of these other running backs um let me just get i'm trying to trying to get it pulled back up was there anybody that i don't know anybody you wanted to hit on i mean carlos hyde you have him pretty high up but are we even sure he's gonna go um we're not sure but you're gonna have to watch it you're gonna have to yeah. watch. and again these are also guys like if you own carson or aaron jones or how how prescient were we on a recent podcast where I stressed how important a player Jamal Williams was that was never discussed in the Chase Edmonds, Latavius Murray, Madison Pollard category of things. And we brought that up to everybody's attention. I think it was last week, just really, I mean, coincidentally before we got any news about the Aaron Jones, but it was just, it was timely. It was timely. And you're reminded that if you own any of the principles in those backfields, I think, You've got to look to roster those guys. And, um, you know, if you think that those guys are going to get the start this week in their respective situations, then you've certainly got to take a long look at them as well, Alex. Then you have just a quick note. if Because Travis Homer's hurt too. And so if there's no Carlos Hyde, if there's no um, – if there's no we, – we, if there's no Chris Carson, there's no Carlos Hyde – and there's no Travis Homer, then that would bring DJ Dallas into, you know, into play for a game that has a pretty, pretty, pretty high total there with the uh, Seattle San Francisco game. It's not the best matchup for opposing running backs, but it is, you know, it would be something to, something to keep in mind. I mean, they, it, they, they would be three point, uh, th- three, three point home favorites. We have Kipsy saying doubt DJ Dallas was brutal and pass pro. I don't know if he gets much chances of Hyde if Carson can some, well, that's what I'm saying. If Hyde and Carson can't somewhat go, then they don't have any other choice. What are they? What are they going to do? Are they? I mean, no, I've, I'm hearing. I've heard they, they could bring in beast mode. CJ pro size. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know if that. 
Um, well, and, and, and that's why DJ Dallas is really, really far down the sheet. Um, Gerpender deals asking his stuff about Josh Kelly. If he's droppable for other guys on the sheet, I'll add D I'll, I'll add Josh Kelly onto my list. If you guys have questions about guys you can drop this week for any of the players that we're talking about, any players on the sheet, put them in chat. I will go over those uh, here at the end, whenever we get to buy when, whenever we get to it, I noticed the JK Dobbins coming off by and Gus Edwards are both on here. Um, we saw it with, we talked about it last week, DeAndre Swift coming off by or two weeks ago. When we talked about DeAndre Swift, I said, I think this is going to be the week two weeks ago. Sure enough, he's been startable as a running back too for the last two weeks. Um, I Do you think we can see the same thing out of J.K. Dobbins, especially with Mark Ingram possibly banged up, even though they're acting like that that's not too big a deal? I think there's reason to hope for it. Certainly not a guarantee, but reason to hope for it. And a guy that we need to prospect on based on that because it would be a huge development if that occurred, it could be even he's a good so development. good. Like he's even so if he, good. He's even so if good. Ingram's just somehow on the shelf for a couple of weeks, it would be a potential development. I just, one way or the other, we got to see that guy's snap count rise. You know, I, I think it's, it's, it's worth a speculation on JK Dobbins at this point. And we mentioned hasty. I mean, Zach Moss had a pretty good game for Buffalo uh, looked potentially better than Singletary this last <laughs> week. And the guy to watch, have you looked at the snap counts on that? Have you looked at the snap counts? I haven't looked yet. Let me just look. So Zach Moss, 47% of snaps. Devin Singletary, 54% of snaps. Zach Moss, three targets. Devin Singletary, five targets. They each only got 10. They each only got 10 touches. And Zach Moss went for 72 on his 10 touches versus Singletary only 47 on his. That sucks. <laughs> That's not a good. That's not good for either of them, really. That's yeah, it's like a, a tough situation. It's a tough, but I I think Moss is going to get a chance here to be a contributor. We'll see how much daylight he gets to take a lead. I mean, I'm not, you know, Singletary has, you know, you got to remember the one thing about that guy as elusive as he was coming out of what was it, Florida Atlanta, a small school guy, great elusive tape, but kind of like ran the four six of the combine and then shocked everybody to really be able to translate his college tape to to an NFL player last year. But what I think we've seen is that the, the internal scouts that get to watch him daily. And I think we're seeing it begin to manifest even as just fans who watch the games. He doesn't have the full package and the full juice needed to be the lead guy in in the NFL. And he's had his chance here with Moss kind of on the sideline. So, you know, it's not a guarantee for Moss to surpass him or get much more action, but I think there's a little bit of daylight there. And nonetheless, you know, he starts to come into viability, I think, with possibly like guys like the Latavius Murrays of the world. Surprised to see Damian Harris and a terrible offensive effort for the Patriots kind of be the lead guy over there for this week. You know, I'm not sure that can continue, but still from my perspective, if you're going to prospect on any Patriots running back, like that's the guy I want to stash and just see if anything good can happen. I'm not sure it can just based on the way they use the running backs in New England, but I think it's worth the consideration. And then uh, you mentioned the user mentioned Kelly, Josh Kelly. I mean, if you notice, he actually had a better snap count than Justin Jackson this last week and outperformed him at least by a, a, a little bit. Uh, so, you know, can you drop Josh Kelly? It just depends on, you know, who you're thinking about picking up. Right. Um, okay. So Josh Kelly, I, I can take him, take him off of the list. I suppose you want to move on to wide receivers or is there anybody you want to hit on, especially at uh, running back to help supplement people who are listening to this or watching this as they're putting their waiver claims in using the waiver wire cheat sheet over there at roster watch. 
Not really. I like the pickup you made before the weekend to roster Divine Zigbo just in case something went haywire and he was going to get a crack in the daylight there. But which he did. James Robinson put put my theories to bed this last week. It's a James Robinson offense. It's a it's built it's built around James Robinson, um, which is just unbelievable. And they're not a good team, right? Yeah, but I mean, but well, yeah, he's but good. It, he's solid, you know, he's a yeah, solid player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wanted, wanted to tell you guys about a, a solid sponsor that we have here. As guys, so much of our identity gets wrapped up in our in our hair, um, from how it feels after getting a fresh haircut to the way it's perfectly shaped before going out. That's why we want to get into our 20s and 30s and make sure that we don't start losing our hair, right? Because that's when you first start noticing your first signs of hair loss. It definitely feels like panic time, but let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Get treatment from home, God, I wish our I wish one of our partners here would quit texting me while I'm trying to read this. Um, get treatment from home. Do something about it while you still have hair left. You just have to go to the doctor's office, get a hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor's visits. As far as generics, you can get the generic kinds. There's only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there, so you may have tried them before, but never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments typically take between four to six months to see results so it's important to act fast the sooner you start using keeps the more hair you'll have so get it now and you'll be have your hair by uh what by boat season byron by the time that we get these boats out of the winter out, out of winterization uh find out why keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and more than 100,000 men trust keeps for their hair loss prevention medication keeps treatment start at just ten dollars a month plus for limited time you can get your first month free. All right, here it is, the call to action. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash roster watch to receive your first month of treatment free. That's keeps.com slash roster watch. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash roster watch. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash roster watch to get one month of treatment free. All right, Byron. Talk to us about these wide receivers while I t- try to try to um, juggle t- two million things here. Well, I think that you and I both agree. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That the top pickup of the week is Brandon Ayuk with Debo Samuel out. He had a good game this last week. He's had some good games this year. He's a guy we've had our eye on all year. He's a guy we tried to, we attempted to draft at the end of our drafts during draft season. He's a guy we just know is a very good player that we liked very much uh, coming out this year. And clearly Shanahan loved him. I mean, they targeted this guy in the draft and I think he's, He's looked every bit the part uh, here so far. So if there's no Debo Samuel, 
Uh, it's pretty difficult that you're not going to absolutely love Brandon Ayuk in the number one matchup of the week at Seattle, 54 points, projected game total. Uh, it's a great matchup for Garoppolo, too, who's also on the sheet. So I think we could – pretty good chance we see a big-time Jimmy Garoppolo, Brandon Ayuk connection in week eight, Alex. He's only 5,200 on DK this week. Uh, so that Dude, that reminds me of looking down and seeing Terry McLaurin last week at 5,800. I just not not that Brandon Ayuk's the, the golden son that Terry McLaurin is, but just the setup, the price, Debo's out. I so I mean, just line, lining up player. I mean, lining up these dude, lining up these lining up these wide receivers versus Seattle is just it's been Yahtzee, dude. It's been, dude. The Brandon Ayuk's gonna put up a thirty ball. I I'm I'm super excited about it. Um, he's available in my wife's league. And I'm tilted that we overspent some of her budget earlier in the year on 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 lesser players. So see why, yeah, yeah, especially That's when she. Why we isn't that why we always try to come out of the gate like super low bids, man? It feels like you're missing out on some guys early in the season when you do that, but you're always super thankful later in the year. Yeah, well, she's uh, she 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 certainly is going to let me hear about it. Um, <laughs> when, whenever we get out bid later, when I tell her what a good play this is. Uh, so what What do you think? Otherwise, I mean, Brandon Ayuk, we have A.J. Green. A.J. Green, people in the chat were just asking this whole time. They're like, can I drop A.J. Green? Can I drop A.J. Green? We kept saying, man, the air yards are kind of there. You guys can go back and listen. We were pretty tepid about the idea of dropping him, even when things were getting really wooly there. And we said, you know, look, T. Higgins has taken over as the future number one. And this is why. I mean, it's been two weeks of pretty solid production, and it's, it's like you said earlier about Burrow firing him. If he keeps throwing it this much, it's. I mean, AJ Green's going to have his weeks for sure. I mean, hell, did we even saw Drew Sample start to rear his head again this last week? I'm not sure how reliable that'll be, but he made it at the bottom of the tight end list this week on the Week Eight waiver wire cheat sheet. Alex, um, you know, look, we're still going to be interested in Henry Ruggs. He's out there in a lot of leagues. I think he's got a nice role in the Raiders' offense, and you know would be a good guy to roster as maybe a wide receiver four that sometimes you got to slide into your flex or wide receiver three certainly got some upside, at least in an individual week. Denzel Mims pretty quickly began to establish himself as the lead target with the jets. Uh, this Dude, did you see that? Did, did, did you see the end zone target versus Tredavious white? He would, if, if Tredavious white wouldn't have had such good coverage on that play, he would, he would, he would have had like a, in PPR, he would have had like a, that would have been 10 point, but he would have had like a 20 point game. Well, Mims, a senior bowl beast and a roster watch favorite, a golden son. Oh, it's golden uh, for, yeah. for a long time now. Actually, the trash man, the original roster watch, Denzel Mims truther. So we'll give him the tip of the hat uh, there, Alex. You know, Preston Williams, you and I agree. He's uh, not only has he been rounding into form coming off the ACL in recent weeks, but I think we're both interested in just seeing what's in store. Uh, as Tua Tagovailoa slides in this week, another another guy who's also on the waiver wire cheat sheet this week. Uh, I think it's time to take a long look at Tua, uh, depending on what exactly your quarterback needs are in your league. Scotty Miller, clearly another big game. Clearly we have Godwin injured for a couple of weeks now. We're not going to get Antonio Brown for a week or so. Mike Evans probably possibly still banged up. Uh, so this is a good spot to get back in on Scotty Miller if you need a guy this week or for a couple of weeks. And then, um, you know, we have some dudes on by Christian Kirk, LaVisca Chenault, Randall Cobb, all probably should be all need to be owned in competitive leagues, especially Kirk. However, they are all on by 
uh, this week. Christian Kirk's really been, even though it's been on low volume, you get a little bit worried. I think he is a great trade candidate, um, but I, he is the second best receiver on that offense, and he's getting uh, he's getting in the end zone lately. And I think you feel pretty good about him if if you own him. Um, and then you know there's Rager in Philadelphia, the talented young rookie that a lot of people had high hopes for. I'm not sure exactly how I foresee his role, but I know he's a good enough player and there's enough of a void, you know, even with the emergence of Fulgham there at the pass catchers in Philadelphia with Wentz heating up that if Rager's out there in my league, I'm certainly interested in taking a look at stashing him, Alex. Travis Fulgham, just, it's just so hard to believe that guy is, I mean, it's just in fantasy points per game. Travis Fulgham is, is wide receiver seven right now. That's just a, so, so crazy to me. What, what about, what about, um, 11 more targets in week seven for Fulgham, Alex. It's cra- it is crazy. 96% snap count, 11 targets, five touches, 73 yards for Fulgham. I mean, that's not half bad, man. And then he goes 10, 10 targets in week six, so 21 targets in the last two weeks. <laughs> it's just like, and then you go to 13 targets in week five. So in the last three weeks, he's had 34 targets. He's averaging Size 11, 11, 11.33 targets. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, no, and I, 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 I picked it, dude. I picked him up in one of my, I picked him up in my oldest dynasty league in a one thousand dollar budget. I picked him up after that week five breakout for a for a three for three three hundred and two dollars. And it's just been like, he's, he's been in, I've been putting him in every week. It's been crazy. And he's one of those guys that like, he kind of slipped through the cracks. I feel like one dude, uh, certainly during the scouting process for, for me, clearly, I just, I, I didn't so much as ruffle of ruffle up the page of my paper talking about the wide receiver from ODU at the senior bowl. And it's just these guys, sometimes it's like, sometimes these guys just get better. And that's what Travis Fulgham's done. He's, he looks like a good, he looks like a good player. Um, one guy that I think looks like a good player that could be slipping through the cracks on this week's sheet, Byron. I think Rashard Higgins. I mean, Hollywood Higgins is going to be the is going to be the starting outside receiver for the Browns, and it looks like they're getting a little bit better. You, you just you just think that these other guys have more upside. Like you've kind of seen what you. I, I think kind of like Peoples Jones though too was the only thing, and he had the big touchdown and I, I think he could be. He's a guy I kind of liked coming out this year. Like he obviously you couldn't really push him way far up your rankings because there was just so many good players, but like he, he didn't have the production at Michigan, but dude, he's got a, he's a guy that's kind of got an enticing NFL profile that X big wide receiver on the outside. Dude, he was the number one recruit in the country his, his year. I mean, he has, he's like, he has, he has everything from an attribute standpoint. And we've stood that, that Michigan offense, man, with the quarterbacks they've had recently has just neutered the the production of those, like that hardball, it has neutered the production of these wide receivers. We're seeing it now, dude, with uh, Tariq Black, who, who was the grad transfer, that talk about prescient that dude before all the COVID bullshit transferred out of Michigan to come down to, to Texas. And when he came to Texas, he all like automatically, you know, he got hurt a little bit to start the season, but he automatically took a starting job from, from Britain Eagles as the starting ex wide receiver. Now he's had to kind of claw his way back a little bit because he was hurt to start the season, but like he looks good and he's already like, the most he, the most he ever had at, at Michigan was like 130 yards or something like that. So, the lack of production with Donovan Peoples Jones was something that you could certainly, you know, ride off as um, the same way that you could ride off what happened with Tariq Black. I just want. I mean, it just seems like Rashard Higgins has kind of been there longer. He's popped up since some of these games for multiple touchdown sorts of games. But it's just. I mean, 
We I guess do I wonder what his ceiling is. Yeah, I mean, you think if he wants to run the football. I, I mean, I get it. I, I just, I, I just think if you're looking for more of a safe pickup for long term, hey, Higgins is a safe pickup, especially if you need a guy like right now. I guess I just wonder. You know, we kind of know who he is. What's his real ceiling? Maybe it's the enticement, the allure of the unknown with Peoples Jones, who profiles as a, a much sexier big X. Um, and in that offense, we'll have to see. I mean, we'll have to see either way. I think since there's both of them available, you don't go nuts on them. Fair enough. All right, you guys, um, before we get to, uh, I, I want, if you guys have any questions, so we have a question here about Keelan, Keelan Cole. Um, can we hold on to him? So we'll add him drop to the him. list here. Drop him, drop him. Well, drop him. If, if there's somebody better, drop him. All right. Well, I was going to say, well, I was, I was at, so we don't need to ask about him anymore. We don't need to ask about Joshua Kill anymore. So I'm just ta- you're taking guys off my list. Um, yeah. But if, if, if you guys have questions about who you can drop, put them in the chat. Um, in the meantime, I don't have the read pulled up. I got tilted last time and shut down all the fucking reads because our guy kept calling me and texting. Um, so the Fantasy Life app, you can. it's a great app. Uh, I have it on my phone. We use them for their news alerts. They have a great community buyer, and every Friday goes on there with uh, – how do you pronounce Yasin? Is it Yasin? Yasin? Yeah, Yasin. He, he goes on there with Yasin every Friday up in the app. Those guys um, react to all the news coming in with the late-breaking uh, injury reports on Fridays. Uh, but, man, like I like the community in there. I like it. You can go in there and uh, – I don't go do it, but I like to go see what people are asking for their sit start questions. It helps me with wrapping my heads around the kind of questions that you guys are going to have and the kinds of things I need to be thinking about with players that are grouped closely with one another, especially for uh, sit start decisions that are cross positional. And, but mainly it's just, it's just, it's, it's for the alerts, the alerts that come in, you, you'll know before anybody else in your league about if a guy's in, a guy's out, if a guy's getting traded, if a guy's hurt, like, you know, they, they have, they monitor thousands of different reporters. It's the fantasy life app. Uh, if you don't like it, just delete it. But we're, 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 we're proud to be doing a lot of work with them right now. And, um, we think their product is really, really good. And so you can go download it, the Fantasy Life app, uh, just in the in the Apple, like the iOS store or in the Google Play store or just at fantasylifeapp.com. And like I always say, man, if you don't like it, just just delete it. I, I, I hate having extra apps on my phone. I figured I would have deleted it by now. But uh, there's absolutely no – like I – there's <laughs> – you couldn't. You couldn't. Wild horses couldn't dude, drag I, me away. I, I, wild horses I couldn't won. drag me away from that fucking app, dude. <laughs> like, dude, I, I, won, I won my. I won my week last week, Alex, in a must-win, just clutch situation in a very tough. I took out the Tyler Lockett owner this week, and I did it by literally the Fantasy Life app sending me news alerts instantaneously when news broke. I was the first one to pick up Gio Bernard, Jamal Williams, and Antonio Brown, the trifecta this week off the <laughs> waiver wire. Slid Williams uh, and Gio into my starting lineup to get the win. And then, you know, I was able to use Antonio Brown to create some trade value for myself uh, instantly this week. I was able to make a trade and uh, consolidate a few players to clear a roster spot I needed to clear. I um, mean, those are the kind of things that we want to be doing to be winning players. And the Fantasy Life app really helped me be at the top of my game this week, Alex. And I, I have to really credit them with the win, a little bit of the win I got. And, they do good uh, work, man. They do good yeah. work. So go and uh, go and go and go and check them out over there. Um, let's see. They said that 
any uh, this guy's asked, do you, do you want to talk about quarterbacks? We, we probably need to talk about tight ends. There's, there, there's yeah. a couple good ones. Um, it's about time to pick up Dallas Goddard again, I think. Um, you mentioned Richard Rogers. I mean, that guy's been – as long as Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz are out, that guy continues to be um, worth starting. I've been having to start him in a couple of leagues, and it's been, it's been actually good to – Good to quite good considering the tight end landscape. Um, we had David and Joku on the uh, waiver wire cheat sheet, or on, I'm sorry, on the DFS cheat sheets this last week. But uh, at the very end, I kind of I, I, I talked about it on the DFS walkthrough pod here on YouTube and on the and on the uh, podcast feed about how it could be Harrison Bryant. We really liked him a lot from the Senior Bowl, and it turned out that he that 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 was the better play, and that's actually who I ended up getting getting onto in in, in cash. Uh, at the very end, which was very, very helpful. Um, what do you think, man? Just out of all these guys, um, how how much you know? What do you what do you, what are you doing? I mean, tight end is just so bad. There are a couple of these guys I was going to ask you about that, like people people right now could be starting to drop dudes who they've sort of they've sort of depended on so far. And I I, I think a couple of these pickups could be good perspective pickups, maybe. Keep them for a week, and you know how it is with streaming tight ends. It's like you could eventually find one that sort of be your guy, right? For the you know for a few for a few weeks, or and in the best case scenario, poss- possibly rest of season. I think it's a deep week for kind of like middling or lower end streaming tight ends, but they're all pretty viable. So if you need a tight end, this is a week where you're not going to come up blank, Alex. I completely agree. If you're operating from a position of strength or really any other situation where you have the latitude to make a, uh, a maneuver for Dallas Goddard and make him a priority. Uh, it would be an excellent stash because he would be a really nice tight end play when he slides back in uh, to give your team a boost down the stretch. And then, you know, the other clutch move I made this week, Alex, uh, to, to help me get a huge win is Sunday before I even had any information there was no word yet. Actually, the word that was coming in was that Higby was probably going to play on Monday, but it was not guaranteed, at which point I started trying to go through the step through the logic of it all. And I said, well, you know, looking at the stats, Gerald Everett had been out targeting Higby recently anyways. And Higby doesn't run any routes. It's I, crazy. I realized, wait a second, it's unclear. I had Higby in and I was thinking, I was like, oh, maybe I'll just hold him until Monday and play him. It looks like he's going to play. And then I was like, wait a second. It's unclear, even if he's healthy and plays, who's going to be better, him or Everett. So my best play here is to pick up Everett now, pray that Higby doesn't play, and and also just go ahead and pick him up now before I know, because if I wait till Monday we get word, what if somebody else needs a tight end, they rush and beat me to Everett, then I'll be really, really screwed. So I made the calculated decision before we even had the information on Higby. The smart thing to do was just to move in on Everett. He paid off for me, got the touchdown, a nice touchdown last night. I, you know, obviously we can't bank on that too much if Higby comes back, which I think he could because he was close to playing with the hand this week. But if Higby's out again, then Everett is like a really nice play. All right. Um, so we have just a couple questions here about this guy, Andrew McGrady's asking. And you guys, if you want the quarterbacks, the the defenses, stuff like that, you can find it all in the waiver wire cheat sheet over at Roster Watch, along with Byron's bid recommendations, et cetera. This guy's asking a general question. He's got Murray, James Robinson, and Cooks on a bye. His bench is an enticing. Any waiver wire ads that are worth st- picking up and starting? Well, yes. If Brandon Ayuk's available, he's worth picking up and starting. Um, certainly, I mean, 
It, uh, I mean, Geo, if you pick him up, if he's available in your league and um, Mixon doesn't go, he's worthy of starting. Carlos Hyde would be worthy of starting if he goes and um, and Chris Carson cannot. J.K. Dobbins would be worthy of starting if he if, uh, coming off the bye if Mark Ingram can't go. Jermichael Hasty would be worthy of starting if Tevin Coleman um, doesn't come back this week and it's just Jermichael Hasty and Jerrica McKinnon. In that backfield, and I think you might be able to flex Hasty anyways, right? It'd be a thin play. If yeah, all I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how it's going to go. So I just, I really don't. It's it's hard. To, it's really hard to handicap those those 49ers runners. I just, I think if it's just Hasty and McKinnon, though, it's like you could probably play, feel comfortable playing both both of, both of those guys. Um, it's just hard to handicap which one you would like more. I I, I guess, and then. Um, yeah, just all those guys are – yeah. And then at the wide receiver position, I would say Brandon Ayuk is a guy who I'm considering – a you know, if I if I own him, I'm going out of my way to get him in this week. I would be saying like, you know, do I need to get him in over like somebody like a Allen Robinson or, you know, anything anything like that. Um, this guy ISO only is asking if he can stream Tua in his first start this week. Let's just look at what the um I think it's against the Rams. I mean, you don't love it. I think uh, you could if you had to. That's on the, this week's waiver wired. Trust me, if it was if we had no regard for matchups or trying to win now, Tua would probably be at the top of the sheet. I kind of tried to split the difference between the quarterbacks that have good matchups this week with Tua, so I, I left left you guys some good options above him that I think you can win with this week, but uh, I kind of slid him above the next little group of quarterbacks that have good, have good matchups, but you're not ever as confident about, you know, they could screw you any week and you're certainly not confident on the season with them. So try to split the baby with Tua's placement this week, Alex. Okay. Um, and then the, uh, the, uh, there's one other specific question. If T Higgins is on the waiver wire, would you, um, he's saying he's asking if he can drop CD Lamb or Marquise Brown for T Higgins. I would drop Lamb for him. I wouldn't yeah. drop Marquise Brown. God, the fucking god, man! That whole Dak thing and the Dalton thing—it's like the rug has just come completely out on CD. It's just I told so- everybody to trade those two guys two weeks ago, and you know it's—it wasn't going to really get any. But you, 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 like you were taking a big chance that things weren't were going to go right. down. Yeah. downhill <laughs> you know what i mean all right well all right so let's just let's just get into the drops so and there are only i only have one two three four five six seven of them um on that same line of thinking can you what about dalton schultz would you drop him for one of these tight end pickups i would drop him for one of the tight end pickups above him on this week's sheet but i think schultz is you know you don't want to play anybody with the third string quarterback but he, he Depending on how long Dalton's out, Schultz looked like he was still going to get some targets under Dalton. So yeah, I mean he's mostly droppable. Somebody asked if they can just if they can drop Kenyon Drake at this point. I say if you have I, to, I say I I I'd say try not to. Um, you know me, I'll say trade him to the Edmonds owner, but I know you guys don't like hearing that on all these episodes. <laughs> what about Cam Akers? Can you can you give up the ghost and redraft? Uh, of course you can. Um. I don't even need to ask you about Rex Burkhead. What about what about the Michael P. Ryan? Yeah, he could be dropped. He could also be picked up and stashed, but he he mostly can be dropped. How about Eric Ebron in 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 just in redraft? 
He scored same eight points. He, sc- he, sc- he scored like an eight-pointer yeah, and a half point. Dark. I think it's the same things. Like, if you need him, you can keep him. But he's like he's a guy you can always drop if you need to. And finally, from our boy Kip C here, the final question. How about James White? Is anyone trustworthy to hold on even with an implied solid role in that New England Patriots backfield? I would drop James White if I needed to, Alex. All right. Well, so does that mean you drop if you needed to? What, is, what does that mean? I, I, I know you probably just wanted to get out on that soundbite, but like you can't – people – I can't end the pod like that. People say like what the fuck does that mean? If, I mean if, if I need to. to pick somebody up that I like better as a stash or a guy I think I can play which stash this week that will which, be better. Which, which stash is your guys? I would drop James White like for all the guys you mentioned, Brandon Ayuk, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, Scotty Miller – I'd probably I might drop them for Mims and Williams. I mean, all all the guys in the top tier or two here. Like, what about running backs? Uh, I mean, definitely for like definitely for Dobbins, right? I don't know. I mean, I think yeah, I would I would drop him for Dobbins, Moss. I'm probably drop him, might drop him for Damian Harris. That's close. It didn't even question. It didn't even question though that you're going to drop him for Chase Edmonds. Oh, God. Yeah, that's uh, that's a foregone conclusion. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.